Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a long time, right? Just kidding. It's been like six hours. But hello, hello, hello. Um, this is the Manny Candace podcast with me, Candace, it, also known as MDMAQ. This is season three, you guys, episode four. So let's get on into it. Rent is too damn high. Okay. And like, I just want to pivot off of the personal stories and just get with the times here. Rent is too high. So I had a doctor's appointment this morning and then I'm on my way home and then my mom calls and then she's like, hey, so the lease is ending soon. So I'm just like, no, it's not like it's in October, but she she thinks like months ahead. So I'm just like, yeah. Um, so she's like, have you thought about what you're going to do? And in my head, I was like. I've already thought about renewing, but I didn't want to tell her that because like the rent is too high. That see, that's why I didn't want to tell her because the rent is is too high. Not only for me, but for everyone. You know, like I people in like Canada are experiencing rent surges. You know, we've all been feeling it here in Phoenix, but especially like California. And um, Colorado started to get affected. Um, Virg- Virginia and um, like the East Coast states, forget about it. Um, and like the middle, the Midwest and the North Midwest, they're increasingly becoming more, I mean, less affordable f- as far as rent goes. And like what bothers me is just how backwards things are in terms of rental price and mortgage price look if someone has an $800 mortgage that is all power to them I'm not telling people to raise mortgage by any percentage by any amount but what I'm saying is that why is renting three times at least the amount of a mortgage hear me out so if we're if we Imagine if your rent was $800 or imagine you had a mortgage instead of a rent. I don't know about you, but like since my my personal rent, I'll get to the how much it is in, in a bit. But like my personal rent price currently is about a little less than three times the amount. So I just... It's less than three times the amount of like a a mortgage, basically. So, and then the cost of living has gone up significantly this year in 2022. So it's like, how do I save for a house? How do I get to that mortgage? How do I get to the point where I can give that down payment? Because my credit is there. The down payment isn't. Because I I have to spend it on life. It's like... Yeah, you guys, I may have, like, spending habits, and I may have vices, but I want a house. Those things have, those things have been cut. You know what I mean? Like, at least on my dime. Like, (laughs) so it's just, like, I need to save for a house. Like, I need to do that, but it's, like, the rent is too damn high. I look around, and it's, like, you know, everything's high, but like this is this is price gouging at its finest. Um it is not just like apartments where I live, it's like apartments everywhere in Phoenix. Like it doesn't matter the quality of the neighborhood anymore. See, this is what I'm having a problem with. I I don't know about you, but I remember the quality of the neighborhood, the quality of your neighbors, like the crime rate of the area mattered. Especially when it came to value and how much you you should pay for a month. The most crime-ridden, like, apartment complexes, the ones on, like, the west side off the freeway on 51st Ave. Like, they, that that area, like, where I grew up, 83rd Lower Buckeye, 67th Ave and Lower Buckeye, 75th and Lower Buckeye. Um, Those are, like, heavy crime areas. And, like... The value, the market value for those homes where I grew up, uh, they're now Section 8 homes, if that makes sense. So it's just like, 
This was a real. This was a brand new neighborhood, you guys. It was a suburb. It was my. It was never supposed to be in Section Eight home, and then like, boom! All of a sudden, they're all Section Eight homes, and like, you know, like the most you can pay for like a Section Eight home is like nine fifty. So it's like, there's people in Section Eight getting free housing, which is not a bad thing. Which is not a bad thing. But it's just like, why can't we get a break? You know what I mean? If they're willing, if the, if the, if the if the state is willing and the government is willing to pay for millions of people's rent, why can't we get a, a, a something to prevent price gouging such as this? Like we're still in a pandemic. All of us. I don't know about you, but I lost my job in 2020. I, I lost my job and I lost my mind too. Um, and recovering from that, like you literally have to have some type of faith in something beyond you. And that shouldn't be required for the average American to have a home. Like these are basic necessities and this is the most basic and we have a right to it. We have a right to a home. Not only do we have a right to a home, we have a right to a safe home and a home that is adequate for our needs. I don't feel like we should have to compromise things like a laundry room, a safe neighborhood, um, you know, nice air conditioning, or I, I feel like we shouldn't have to negotiate those things when it comes to choosing a place to rent. Like, for example, um... No, before I give my example, the other thing that really bothers me with the rent is how to get qualified for it. Like, like I, I could afford my rent on my own, but I couldn't qualify for this apartment on my own because in my state of Arizona, you have to make three and a half times the rental price of the property that you want to get into. So let's say, for example, an apartment is $3,000 a month. So you have to make $3,500 a month in order to qualify to get that apartment in your name. And like $1,000 out here will not even get you a studio anymore. That's where we're at, y'all. And like, I, like not even four years ago, not even four years ago, less than three years ago, I... Um, I was paying $560 for a studio. That studio is $1,200 right now. And like, I just don't get it. And like, and, and like one th where, where I noticed it first began was when after I had my first apartment. So I was like maybe 22. Like, the pricing of, like, student housing went from an affordable $600 for a bed. And I'm talking, like, you're living in a fancy apartment with five women or men or whatever. But it's just, like, your bed or your own room and bathroom costs $600. It was affordable. So you figured they're getting three grand for that apartment every month from all the people living in it. I mean, we're I'm talking about student apartment housing. Not dorms, but like apartments that are catered to students because they're so close to campus. But like they exploit the fuck out of it. And like I noticed it there because when I moved campuses, I lived downtown. And granted, that is going to be a little higher. But like the brand new building that I lived at, it was $846 per bed. And I'm just like, okay. I tried to justify it by saying you're in the smack middle of downtown Phoenix. And I'm like, all right, cool. So... I don't know what what see here's the thing the the people who make decisions like zoning and like people who can buy out historical neighborhoods to make way for fancy restaurants and apartment complexes like the artist district in downtown Phoenix is completely destroyed by apartments um and like the rent is extremely high. It is extremely high and it's attracting people 
who can afford it, like people from LA and people from San Francisco and San Jose and New York and people who are near retirement. And like, no offense to them, but it's like, it's, it's gouging the price up even more here. You know, I'm afraid to look, but I bet you anything, the apartments I was looking at last year are probably four grand right now for a one bedroom. Places that used to be considered like reasonable or pretty like, like cheap, like, you know, like, um, like Kansas or something like it's like they're they're getting hit pretty hard too it's 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 um it's it's the point that will rationalize the price of rent is getting scary I feel like we all need to just snap out of it I feel like as a country in numbers we are strong as a people as a nation we are stronger than any government we're stronger than any institution we're stronger than it so it's like I feel like we're, since this is something we're all dealing with, we all need to do something about it because nothing's going to get done. It's only going to get worse. Um, I don't know about you, but I can't afford another hundred dollars. I'm not, I mean, it's not that, see, here's the thing. It's like, my rent is $2,100 a month, 21 for a two bedroom. I remember when two bedrooms were 1400 and that was like literally less than three years ago. I'm not, I'm not like talking about a decade ago. I'm talking about less than three years ago. A two bedroom, like where I live now would be at most, at the most 1600 at the most. And that's after taxes too. Like at the most 1600, I'm paying 2100 for this apartment and it's, and it's nice. It's really nice. It's safe, but you see how I'm rationalizing it. Like, oh, it's nice. Oh, it's safe. It's unreasonable. The price is unreasonable. The way we are rationalizing the price of rent is the way women rationalize buying a designer purse like oh it's 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 it's, it's it may cost thirty thousand for the purse but it's just like uh, you know because that's how much i'm paying basically is thirty thousand a year for rent and like what what if my if my rent was just half of what it was that's fifteen thousand dollars towards a down payment for a house i'm missing out on the opportunity to buy a home which is being bought up by by hedge funds and people near retirement they're and and like and like people in tech and just like rich people they're being bought up by these rich people and like lower first class people and and banks it's just like by the time i have money for a down payment with this high rent i can't even compete because like the way the house prices are going like by the time i am able to buy anything I'm talking about financing one million dollars. That's what we're talking about. And like, I don't believe that raising our wages is gonna do much. What needs to happen is like the rent needs to scale back down and there needs to be a cap. There needs to be a cap. And like the cap should be indefinite until people figure out what to do because what the landlords are doing is following the market. So if like, if, if the same type of housing in California is going for $5,000 a month, the landlords are happy over there. So the landlords and like the next state over just like, well, why not? Why can't we do the same thing? So they, they try it and they're like, Oh, they're paying. And then like they keep, so of course we're going to pay. We're going to, but like, because we need somewhere to live. This is not a, it's like, they're playing with our livelihood. They really are. And it's for, it's for, it's for greed. And it's like, the country isn't going to pay for our rent. Let's just, let's just be honest. Are they going to put a cap on it? Maybe not. Are they going to have it lowered? Maybe if we make a lot of noise, maybe if we make enough noise, they're going to do something. If the LGBTQ community can get things done by making all that noise, then so can we as a, as a whole community. Everyone who pays rent, raise your hand. That, that's our community. So I just... Like, 
wasn't the American Dream? I know the American Dream is dead, but it's like wasn't wasn't it like the basic thing? Part of it was buying a home. I want to pass this home on to someone. I want to be able to take out equity loans or whatever, or just you know, just just have something I can for, for like finances, like a like a backing. I, I don't. I don't think that's asking for too much at all. I don't. I don't. I feel like that's basic. A home, and it's like. I mean, good, good for, good for our grandparents. Good for them that they bought a home for fifteen thousand, and now it's worth seven hundred a million dollars. Good for them. Good for them. But how did it go from fifteen thousand to a million dollars in two generations? Does that make any sense? I remember when I used to be like, um, you know, like 17, you're about to move out and you're just like, okay, like what apartments like are affordable, like, you know, da, 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 da. And then, so I, um, would look on places like Zillow and places like, um, like apartments.com. So basically things that I saw like for a one bedroom were like, under a thousand. Easily under a thousand. And I feel like the most I saw was like 848 for a one bedroom. And this is almost a decade ago. So give that in the, put that in context. Rent is just too damn high, y'all. It's just too damn high. And the like, I feel like it's really annoying to ask a millennial why they don't have children. It's really fucking annoying. And let me tell you why. Because the cost of everything is so fucking high. If I have a ch- if I get pregnant, I'm going to be stressed out to the point where I might lose the damn baby from stressing so much about how I'm going to pay for everything. Number 1, how am I going to pay for delivering the baby? I know I have insurance, but I heard that it's still a lot of money. Because, like, I feel like there's things that I would want that insurance wouldn't pay for. Like, the hospital charges you for everything. The extra juice that you ask for, they're charging for it. It's... it's... Any any emergency thing that you need, like, they're charging for it. Any ambulance, they're charging for it. And it's just, like, it costs, like, at least $25,000 without insurance to have a baby. That's just to have it delivered. And then you have to buy clothes for it and buy pampers and you have to take it to the doctor, which means time off work. So we don't have that luxury and it shouldn't even be called a luxury. This is basic shit. I feel like we are begging for the bare minimum in life. I feel like we are working hard to the bone for the bare minimum in fucking life. I hate it. I really, really fucking hate it. Like, I I hate it. I feel like I work too much to make the, like, to make, like, seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars every two weeks. Like, I I make, I make, like, I stress, like, why? Like, that, that, that's a lot of money. And I shouldn't be made to feel like that's not, that's not even enough. Enough for what? Because it used to be about wanting to afford things like Versace and a convertible. It, that used to be the thing. Now it's like, well, I hope I can make rent. It's getting so ridiculous and like it's starting to affect like the average family like i'm a single person right easy for me to complain right but the average like my neighbors are like all family it's like i'm talking like full-on families two babies married husband and wife and i'm just like wow 
the cost of rent is too high. It's too high and it's affecting our ability to live the most, the greatest quality of life we could have. Imagine if your cost of your living was diminished to less than $1,000 a month. I mean, your electric bill, your rent, your gas, your for your car, like all that, all the basic necessity for you to survive is less than a thousand dollars. Come on, come on. How how would you feel? Like you would probably do something like go back to school, or I don't know, because that stress is gone. I don't know about you, but like I wake up every day with like a heavy burden. Like, oh, my rent is twenty one hundred dollars a month. I go like, shit, my rent is $2,100 a month. I want a house, but they're a million dollars. Like, I, I go through that in my mind, and I'm just like, this is not fair. This is not fair. But then I tell myself, I'm like, well, maybe you should get with the program and make more money. And I'm just like, true, true, true. But is this the case for every American? Some of us just want to be regular. Not all of us want to be podcasters, Okay. Not all of us want to be artists. Not not all of us want to be actresses and celebrities and TikTok famous. Not all of like this hustle culture mentality we have is just enough. Enough. I, I've had enough. I'm I'm over it. I'm telling you, if that didn't exist, if that mentality didn't exist, OnlyFans wouldn't be a thing. It's not like bitches are starving out here. They're not starving. They just found a way to get a bag. A fast bag. (coughs) So yeah, rent is too damn high. Like, I don't know about you, but like groceries I can't really comment on groceries at this time because like I'm not really buying groceries buying groceries is not my priority because like I don't want to get so much food to where I'm snacking all day um and and that's my issue that's my issue but um Let's see. The price of gas, we all know, is just insane. Um, And, like, at the same time, there's, like, people are returning back to work. I mean, it makes sense because of the timing. It has been two years. Like, um, certain, certain, like, pressures from the CDC have been lifted off of, like, COVID. Um, There's vaccinations as opposed to two years ago. So, it makes sense why companies are, like, asking people to come back to work instead of, uh, come back to the office, I should say, instead of work from home. Um, totally makes sense, but it comes at the time where get our the cost to fill our tank has literally doubled, like seemingly overnight. Um, so it's like I can't afford to go to work. <laughs> I can't afford to go to work. Like, right now, it's like going to my doctor's office yesterday and today. That was a lot. And now I feel like I can't drive. Like, my gym is down the street. I feel like I can't go to my gym. I feel like I can't go to Walmart. I feel like I can't do anything because I'm like, I'm really looking at my miles. It sucks. And just like, just last year, just six months ago, that wasn't even a thing. I wish the pol- these politicians would stop making decisions as if we have the same wallet. We don't. I mean, it, it's easy to make decisions in a room full of people who make the same as much money as you. And it's just like, they're supposed to be making only like $200,000 at the most. The president's only supposed to make four hundred grand a year. Tell me why they're all multimillionaires with stakes and like... Holdings and like all types... Insider and like all types of crap, like all types of alleged stuff that like 
create speculation that where do you begin? Where do you begin? But that's neither here nor there. The cost of gas has affected my ability personally to go to work. So I have to go to work, right, to make money. So I'm going to have to scale back somewhere. I'm already scaled all the way back with groceries. Um, I'm scaled back. So I got to look at other areas. Like I've already stopped things like buying clothes, shopping online. Um, all like stuff like that. I'm like get like getting my nails done. And my toes done, I told myself they're not negotiable because it's like, it's just hygiene for me at this point. Like I need to have it good. Like I don't get my hair done because re- like the cost of living is too high. Like I, I feel like, like why do I feel funny and guilty saying that my rent is too high? I feel like there's a part of me, call it Stockholm Syndrome, imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Like, there's a part of me that feels like I deserve this high rent. And I don't know if that's brainwashing. I don't know if that's just my issue. I don't know if anyone else feels the same. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Like, there's, there's, a, there's like a subconscious part of me that feels like this is something I deserve. This is something that's like, it's like paying my dues and, and, and like, it's a reasonable price. It's not reasonable. It is not reasonable. I went to college. I went to college to get a good job, to get a good job that had a salary with benefits. And now that I'm here, why do I feel broke? Why do I feel like I can't wiggle? I have no room to wiggle. Yeah, my bills are paid, but like after that, I can't go out to eat. I can't go shopping for the bare minimum. I'm not trying to go to Nordstrom and spend a bag. Like I'm trying to get some basic stuff. I need new socks. I need a whole new set of underwear and bras. Like I need some work clothes. I need new shoes. Like, you know, stuff like that. Stuff I actually need. And like, it's starting to get hot outside. Everything I have is like woven cardigan, sweater, long sleeve, black. And like this whole myth on imports, like taking so long. Tell me why I order stuff from Amazon that is coming from China and like it's here in like two days. Or I'm sorry, if it's coming from China, it's here in like less than a week. I ordered stickers and it came from a factory. It took less than two weeks. And like this whole like Oh, things are stuck at the port, da da da. Okay, cool. How long before it affects the price of clothes at the mall? It probably already has, because I haven't been shopping at the mall. But like, everything's just getting unaffordable, and like, it, it's a it's a trickle down effect. And I hate I hate the term trickle down because remember how they used to say trickle down economics, trickle down economics. Like I just like. Uh, so, like, the price of gas is going to affect shipping across the whole world and the whole country, too. It costs almost $2 to mail a two-ounce envelope yesterday. That would have cost, like, 35 cents like six months ago y'all just because like i think we need to scale back and redefine the word afford just because there's money in your account to cover a bill doesn't mean you can afford something if covering something leaves you with a negative balance you can't afford it if covering something leaves you in a position where you're going to run out of money before your next payday, you can't afford it. I feel like me, myself, and I have this viewpoint. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I talk like wee, 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 but like, I really mean myself. Like, I just, I recognize that my attitude towards 
Okay, so you see how I'm just like trying to stall? Like I lost, I completely lost my train of thought. Like this is what happens when you smoke pot. <laughs> oh my god! But the the whole point is the cost of living is too damn high. That's the whole fucking point. I can't even like go to like like I, like dating is out. That's out the that's out the question because it's just like. I want to get ready for my dates. I want to buy new outfits. You know what I mean? And, like, it's just, like, that's not even... It's not even possible. Like, I can barely pinch enough pennies together to go out to Cobra. Like, twice a month. And I'm not asking for much. Like, I I swear people think I'm asking for, like, a a trip to Miami every weekend. Like, I'm not. I'm asking for... just above the bare minimum and even for that i feel guilty for asking i feel like i'm asking for too much when i'm really not i'm tired of being made to feel guilty about treating myself when in all reality the cost of living is just too damn high like no like i'm not telling everyone to like get on reddit and like start a group with secret words and codes and then we're all gonna invade the capital like in six months like that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying that like you know if we all express our grievances in a healthy way but in an effective in in a way that's effective that will reach you know the leaders in the White House like and if we're persistent on that um we're gonna we can turn something around for sure we just have to be persistent and like for this issue we can't be bipartisan at all and like people who have mortgages and land and landlords you guys need to stay out of the argument completely just completely like my little brother and sister are going to have a decision to make whether they want to move out and work stay home and work or um go to school and like live out there but like that's probably not even gonna be an option for them to move out on their own if they wanted to instead of like school or something or living at home because like i feel like if things keep going Rent here, by the time they reach my age, or 18, it's going to be like seven grand for where I live. I'm not even joking. I'm not joking. Like, this is, this is, this is not okay. I feel like people used to be able to afford rent by doing, by working at places like Amazon. Like, you used to be able to support yourself by working at Amazon. You used to be able to pay all your bills, get a car, pay for gas, get groceries, pay for rent, still have money left over. Like, if you worked for Amazon for, like, $15 an hour, $12 an hour, $15 an hour. You know, if you worked at a company that was pretty well known and you and you worked anywhere in that company, it's like, you would be able to afford shit. Especially your cost of living. By no means am I asking for free rent. And by no means am I asking for uh, free money. Or I'm just asking for like a, 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 a drawback and a cap on the, on, the, on the price of rent everywhere. If price determines the market, then like all these like like they will have they will won't have any incentive to like come into neighborhoods and totally destroy them with all these apartments. Like I don't even feel like there's more people on in the country. I just feel like more people are being forced to live in these apartments because housing is so unaffordable. 
I feel like living in apartments, people are able to track your movement a lot better. There's like cameras and stuff, and it's just like, I just, it's just, it's just, it's just dumb. It's just really, really dumb. I'm really afraid to like where this is going. Like, no one can afford a house. Probably then, no one, if no one can afford a house, like, they probably can't afford an apartment. If they can't afford an apartment, can they afford a car? See, this is where it goes. It goes from like, like if you put your bills in a hierarchy of like greatest to least, like everything's gonna be affected from the greatest down. <sighs> Does anyone have a plan? Does anyone have enough savings for your rent to go up? $600? I mean, God forbid. Knock on wood or something. Price gouges on things like tobacco? That makes sense, right? Because, like, every year it goes up. I think it's, like, almost $20 a pack here. In New York, it's probably, like, $38, $42. It's just insane to think, right? Like, $42 for 20 cigarettes. Um... <laughs> like, where, what, is, what is this world coming to, y'all? It's just, like... Things are not affordable. Like, the last time I traveled was, like, when I was 20. See, like, traveling just in the U.S. has even become unaffordable for some people. Like... It's 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 a it's a it's an odd place to be in. It's an odd spot to be in for sure. Okay. Um, medical costs are a real thing for people, especially like me. And like, like driving to the doctor, like the copays, like the insurance premiums. Like I don't know about you, but mine has gone up. Mine has gone up for sure. Um, my copays have stayed the same for like medication, but like people who don't have health insurance, they don't go to the doctor. Uh, because they can't afford it. And that's really bad. That's really, really bad. Um, something should be done about that. <laughs> but it's been like that since I was, like, born. So what happens when, like, you can't completely afford a social life? Which is not fair. Because the price of living is so damn high. You just become a loner. You become a loser. It's just like, yeah, I want to go out. But it's like, oh, it's 30 miles to get to the restaurant where you guys want to go at. That's gas money. It's just like you start doing math. And it's like, you don't have. I do math all the time because of bills. And like, I fucking hate it. It's like, I don't mind paying for things like car insurance. I don't mind paying for things like. Like if I if I finance something and I'm making payments on it, like a car or or like a credit card, for example, like I don't mind paying those things. But when it comes to like air conditioning, electricity, water, garbage, um, rent, um, healthcare, things that I need to survive. I don't like how they're being, like, the, the price is being gouged. I don't, I don't like it. Like, for example, there is this new medication my doctor, my new doctor wants me to try. And if it works, then that means I get to cut out all of my other medications, which is really good. Um, so she's going to make a case for me to, like, get off of these medications, to, um, get this medication covered. But get this, she said that, um... If they don't cover, it's three grand a month. You guys, and like, 
I just like, at this point, I'm just hoping my insurance will cover it. But like, I just, I'm just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, wow. This is where, this is where you're at. Even like the price of like things that like like vehicles for example they they I know they're not things to like survive but like people need to go to work in order to get money to to survive so the price of like vehicles has in the past like less than a year maybe nine months has gone up so much to the point where it's like literally unaffordable to like get a starter car when you're a teenager or or what you know what I mean it's just like I feel like for the first time a lot of children have to rely on themselves 100% no backing of mom or dad or no trust to fall on no house with equity to fall on no one left them anything like uh, like, people's greatest hope these days to become rich is someone killing their spouse or someone, like, their parents dying suddenly or or finally from an illness so they can inherit the life insurance money and the pension and their retirement money. Like, that's just really sick. That, that's where a list... It's not good. Like, okay... Word of advice, word of advice for people who have children, do not tell them that they have a trust or a will or like money that if they ask, then that's your decision. But don't tell them with if they don't ask, don't tell like, no, seriously, like they don't need to know that shit, especially like my mom told me when I was like nine and like since nine years old, I'm like, oh, if she dies, I'm like a millionaire. So, like, I've just been, like, thinking like that since I was nine. (laughs) So, don't tell, don't tell your kids shit like that. Please. Things of leisure, like stuff like marijuana. I don't need it to survive, but like I've had to like be like, oh my god, what am I doing? You know, never before have I thought about like, oh my god, I'm wasting my money. Like, oh my god, like I've always thought like, oh, I got this at a reasonable price. Like I always love a deal. Um, less than three years ago, I used to be able to get an eight for like twenty two dollars out the door and like now it's like 45 (laughs) the taxes are 25% in the state of Arizona if you don't have a medical card if you want to get a medical card it's up to $350 for for a year not every two years so it pays for itself I feel like um, It just, it just really sucks because you get stuck in a cycle of like, oh my God, I'm paying so much on marijuana and like all this crap. And then like, there's a part of me that just, just wants to have fun. So I do go to brunch and I do, um, go to stores like Lush and Ulta and I, and I spend a lot, but like that causes me to phone mommy and ask for help to cover the, to cover what I'm lacking. And, like, I can't live like that anymore. I mean, live, laugh, love. But, like, I, I'm not in college. You know what I mean? I'm not in college. And, like, I don't have a social life like that. <laughs> um, so I, I, I need to stop the whole, Mommy, Mommy, I, I need $2,000.
Who remembers, like, back in, like, the LimeWire days, like, people used to download, um, like, music with, like, the actual lyrics, but, like, it would have, like, the, like, DJ something something, DJ out felly fell, or, like, something in, like, the background, like, when you burn CDs, um, and you stick it in your car, like, your stereo, you, you would hear, like, that DJ felly fell or something, and, like, it was, it was just really bad. It was really, really bad. We have a good, like, 15 minutes here before the hour, so let's just just shake it off. I know talking about the cost of living is just bleh. Like, just, just shake it off. Um, and let's talk about luxuries. Why not? I, I, I love talking about luxuries. Like, I love expensive things. I love indulging. I love, I just love it. And like, let's, let's just talk about it. Like, say this with me. I deserve everything and just repeat it and repeat it until you believe it i had to repeat this for a year to myself and like now i have everything (laughs) repeat again i deserve everything that is my mantra that is my daily mantra that's what i live by is i deserve everything so that purse i deserve it because it's a part of everything the house i want is part of everything so i deserve it like i just i deserve it like that's how you have to walk around in this world especially like we live in a capitalist society it's like i just just feel entitled to things like a home like it's it's okay you're not asking for much So, one thing I do find luxurious as well is, like, going to a state like New York and a city like Manhattan and just, like, buying the most expensive hotel you can do and, like, going down Greenwich Village and going to Dior and Gucci and Chanel and the Mac store and just buying as much product as you can because you deserve everything. (laughs) Oh, and let me let, let me just touch on this. Enough of the luxury. So let me just touch on this. The price of like going out to eat is like getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. So it's like boom. I went to like this restaurant, Cheesecake Factory, and I and I know and I know I know I know I know that that's they have big portions. They're they were more costly than like a regular like restaurant or whatever with regular portions. But, like, it was, like, damn near 200 bucks. And then you had to tip the person. So, it was, like, over 200 bucks. So, it's, like, okay. For two adults and two kids. So, I'm, like, all right, cool. $50 a head. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, I don't, I feel like people who really feel the high cost of living is people who are trying to date because I feel like people who want to court someone who who wants to pay for dinner who wants to always pay for dinner because they want to or whatever it's just like some of them just can't right now they would love to but they can't like I really like that that guy who lives in Chandler, right? But, like, he lives in Chandler. That's the problem. And, like, because the price of gas is so high, I can't afford to hang out with him. So, like, I just rather would just let it fade out. We haven't talked. That's so devastating to me. We haven't talked in, like, three weeks.
I felt compelled and like allowed to talk about the cost of living because I, I know it's been a hot topic since the inflation rates came out earlier this year. Um, because I noticed other creators are starting to talk about it, so I'm just like, okay, this is this is this is starting to be a pressing issue. Finally, finally, I'm very thankful that the online community is stepping up and just being like, hey, you know, there is a problem with rent. And like it's reaching to like people who do podcasts and people who do YouTube. It's getting it's to a point where it's like people want to know more information about what's going on. Like, I I really, really feel like we all this is going to be. A nationwide effort to get some type of regulation deflation of rental rates and put like a cap on something um, not saying that the cap has to be forever but something's got to give here something's got to give us millennials need to get in homes gen z should be able to afford apartments by the time they're ready to move out like come on come on and like if if it, it's, there's gonna be no hope for the generation, what is it, Alpha, Generation X? No, not Generation X. Alpha. I think they're calling it Gen or Alpha. I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared for them. I don't think there's gonna be anything left for them, honestly, with the way things are going. And just like I haven't watched the news, y'all, but like the headlines are getting a little sus. Like, I won't click on these articles, but, like, I will just, like, scroll through and, like, I will happen to see something. And then, like, now it's, like, oh, talks of nuclear war, talks of nuclear weapons, like, going off. I'm just, like, what? Like, this is not something... To be like, yeah, like, okay, what scares me is like, there are some people who are like, for it, like, they want the nukes to go off. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my goodness, so I just, just stay prayed up and strapped up because it's, it's getting wild out here, y'all, now I'm that, now I am going to release this podcast today. The cost of living is way too fucking high, and something needs to be done about it. All right, good evening, good night, good afternoon, good morning. Wherever you are, you're a star. I love you. Come back for episode five of season three of the Man of Candace podcast. Bye-bye.